Welcome in, everyone, and thank you for listening to the 44th ever episode of the Missouri Sports Podcast, brought to you by 106 Apparel and recording from the Revel Advertising Studio in beautiful Springfield, Missouri. I'm one of your hosts, Cameron Albert, alongside my good friend and fellow Mizzou fan, Kyle DeVries. How are you doing today, Kyle? Cameron, I'm doing great today. It is a perfect sunny afternoon in Springfield, and uh, we're nearing the end of May, so that means we can see the light at the end of the tunnel of this absolute no man's land of mizzou related news that is april and may (laughs) i can barely see it i feel like we're getting i don't know if i can see it i feel like june and july are still long months but there's still like a little bit of stuff going on with like basketball and football recruiting and stuff but april and may are just like nothing happening i'm just really thankful that this kind of dead period for mizzou doesn't happen in the winter because yeah. if this happened in the winter, I would just be so depressed. Yeah, there'd be um, like nothing going Because I hate winter. I actually like summer, so I can kind of fill my time with fun activities and yeah. stuff like that. But if this was in the winter, I would, it would be awful. I can see that. Yeah. But you like winter a little bit more than I do. I can find things to do any, any time of the year, I guess. I, I don't, uh, I don't really mind the winter at all. But maybe that's because there's always stuff going on sports wise. So True. Well, um, I thought maybe we could switch things up a little bit because there's not a ton going on uh, Mizzou sports-wise and play around with some of those like clickbaity college football quiz type uh, website things. Okay. So I've got one uh, specifically uh, titled Can... let Let me get that here. Can we guess your favorite college football team? So uh, I'm going to link that in the uh, description of the podcast so that listeners can take that quiz for themselves. And a little bit later, we'll see, you know, how, uh, how easy we are to figure out and if the, if the internet can figure out who we root for. All right. And then um, we're going to do kind of another little fun thing and talk about a ball is life video. Um, they posted one the other day that was just packed with it it was a kind of an open gym uh situation in st louis where this random like former d2 player who uh plays in the g league now kind of took over the place but it featured a lot of it featured current mizzou players mizzou recruits and a lot of big names from the st louis area so i kind of wanted to take a look at that but before all of that we do have to jump into some news and uh, first thing I have here is that uh, highly prized Mizzou recruit Cam Fletcher is going to announce his top five tomorrow, which means, of course, we can take a stab at predicting what that top five will be. I definitely have a few guesses. Okay. I was I was actually about to ask you the very same thing before you said it, is if you could guess the top five. It's a tradition now. It's a tradition. Like if we know anything about a player and they release a top uh, anything less than six, I feel like we're going to take a guess at it. Well, I think we can assume Mizzou and Michigan State are both 100% going to be in the top five tomorrow. Definitely. Um, what do we think about uh, Duke? Yeah, they're going to be in the top five. They're going to be in the they top five. They have not even offered him, but they're going to be in the top five. I agree. Um, I think also UCLA is going to be there. Really? Um, okay. I mean, I literally don't even know who else could be there. And... Could be anybody. Oh man, I have one. I'm trying to think. He talked about it in an interview. He wants to take a visit there. I can't remember. 
Arkansas um, State. Yeah, I think it was Arkansas State. Actually, I think it was um, Duquesne University. Just kidding. I just <laughs> wanted to say that because I learned how to say it a few weeks ago. Um, I really don't know. So I'm going to say, do you have any interest in Kansas? Is there any no. uh, relationship there? I okay. don't think so. Okay. I'm trying to think of some of the regional programs. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I think he's going to put Kentucky in there. Kentucky, I agree. You weren't supposed to just agree with me the whole way. Uh, okay, so we'll disagree on the fifth one. I already have five. Who's the Who's your fifth? Mizzou, Duke, Michigan State, UCLA, Kentucky. Oh, yeah, you said UCLA. Yeah. Okay, we're definitely going to disagree on UCLA. Okay. I'm going to say, even though I have literally no idea... Tennessee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good. Even Caleb Good Love has uh, been talking to Tennessee, so okay. maybe that's why that popped up in my brain. Okay. Well, uh, that's always exciting. I think he is going to put two teams, maybe three, on his top five that have not offered him yet. I agree. Which is kind of a trend. Uh, lately so we'll see how that goes do you think he'll still sit do you think he'll put a little disclaimer on there that his recruitment is you know still open to definitely. anybody okay definitely that's that's a really important not piece. committed recruitment still open you have to put that on any piece of social media that definitely features any team logo respect his decision also by the way yes uh no questions at this time um let's uh continue with basketball and the mizzou basketball 2020 uh home and road games were announced so we don't have dates yet, obviously, but um, they've told us which games are going to be at home and which games are going to be on the road. Um, we have home and home with Alabama, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Texas A&M. Mm -hmm. Off the top of my head, thank mm -hmm. you. Um, I'm I, pretty sure we only play Kentucky once. Yeah, and it's an it, on away game. Yeah. yeah. We, we could have I, we uh, been prepared we for could this have looked and actually this like up. had the list in front of us, but who really cares at this point? Not really. Yeah. Um, but it just gives the uh, social media accounts something to post, <laughs> and it gives you, if you... Something to think about. Uh, yeah, just constantly looking forward to college basketball season. That's just another little piece of the puzzle there. Uh, another one, we'll just continue on the same train of thought. Um the new uh, the newcomers for Mizzou basketball got their numbers, their jersey numbers. So we have Trey Jackson. He's going to be wearing number two. Kyle, Mizzou basketball player that wore number two, go. Like Ronnie Suggs. I was going to say Tony Criswell. Tony Criswell, Mizzou okay. legend. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mario McKinney is going to wear number 11. Can you give me a player that wore 11? Uh... I love putting Kyle on the spot like this. No, I don't. Jonte Porter. Jonte. Oh, yeah, never heard of him. Uh, Drew Smith wearing 12. I can't think of him. Marcus Denman. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Kobe Brown wearing 24. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, Mizzou great Kobe Bryant. Uh, also, Kevin Perrier. Um, <laughs> Parker Braun is going to wear number 42. Jackie Robinson. Exactly. Man, I'm surprised Man, they let easy. him wear that. That was easy. I'm surprised they gave him 42. I thought that was retired uh, across all sports of any kind. So. Um, but that's exciting. They got numbers and I do want to update the folks and see if you have any reaction, Kyle, to some announcements that affect the, um, SEC college basketball kind of at the big picture. 
Um, Jimmy Witt, uh, you all are probably familiar with that name. He is a Columbia, Missouri native who uh, committed to Arkansas, feels like 20 years ago, um, then transferred to SMU. Now he is a graduate transfer and transferring back to Arkansas. I remember like really wanting Jimmy Witt at the time, like when he was first coming out of high school. And I was sad whenever he went to Arkansas, but I think he had a pretty good connection with Mike Anderson, maybe, or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, then he kind of just fell off the map. I know he had like an okay freshman year at Arkansas. Um, but yeah, he's going to do the uh, the old return to the original school. And honestly, I don't know very many people that have ever done that. Very rare. I know our boy Ricky Krecklow kind of, that was like maybe talked about, that mm-hmm. he might return to Mizzou. He didn't. Um, I can't name a single person that's done that. So no. that, that's that's pretty interesting. Um, I just wanted to look at his numbers real quick. Um, at Arkansas, he only played, well, as a freshman, he played 42% of available minutes. Um, seemed like when he was in there, he was uh, turning the ball over a lot, not assisting very much for a guy who coming out of high school was kind of a combo guard. You wanted him to be able to facilitate as well as score. Um Last year at SMU, played a ton of minutes, had a really good offensive rating, but only shot four of 28 from three-pointers. So we'll see if he can... Didn't he shoot pretty poorly from the free-throw line as well? Absolutely, he did, 57%. So he didn't shoot very well, but he still scored pretty well, had a good offensive rating, so I don't know. A lot of of two-pointers. He must have been getting to the rim a lot. A lot of close two-pointers. Because, yeah, 300... Uh, Two-point attempts for 52% is pretty good for a guard. So Arkansas has the chance to have some pretty good guard depth. I know they got some good young guards that we saw last year. So um, interesting to see what they do uh, with with all that depth at the guard position. Yeah, because he'll be immediately eligible, like I said, as a graduate transfer. Um, Other news around the SEC... Uh, Vanderbilt big man Simi Chatou is staying in the NBA draft foregoing all the rest of his college eligibility. Man, Vanderbilt has the chance to be absolutely horrendous last no, next year. They were yeah. they were they were god awful last yeah, year. Inexplicably terrible last year. They, like historically bad. They might go just a, I don't know. Like, are they not? They're not going to lose every SEC game again. Well, that's what I was about to say. Is are they going to do the back-to-back winless no, SEC not slates? A chance. They're going to actually. The odds are that they'll actually have a better record next year with a, like, with less a talented yeah. team. Um, on the flip side, Andrew Nimhard uh, just completed his freshman year at Florida, uh, tested the NBA draft waters, but he is returning to school. And uh, no surprise, you've heard that story about me almost getting him to commit. To Missouri, it was a, it was a close one, but he ended up picking Florida, and uh, he's a really good guard. We saw that last year, so he'll be back for another year. And yeah, no surprise there. Uh, last bit of basketball news: Sophie Cunningham officially made the Phoenix Mercury roster, and that is all I'm gonna say about that because the last time I tried to talk uh, women's hoops, I embarrassed myself and had no idea what I was talking about. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> You embarrassed yourself? Is that what you said? Yeah. I was not prepared to talk women's hoops. That's Obviously, okay. I'm, it's not something I keep up on very well. So if people were excited to hear about it, I probably let them down. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, I'm an expert on the WNBA. <laughs> wow. That is... Wow. You could have saved me and, uh, last uh, week. But. Yep. And uh, that's unfortunately all I know at this time, though, is that she's made the roster. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. 
So we agree on that. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, we had a football commit, Mitchell Walters. And now we are going to go to something that you know something about. Yes. Uh, Mitchell Walters, uh, offensive lineman from St. Louis. Um, <clears throat> wasn't super... Lou to the zoo. Lou to the zoo. Hashtag Lou to the zoo. Um, wasn't super highly recruited or, or highly rated or anything like that, but um, super big kid with a lot of potential. Um, that makes four commits for Missouri, Missouri football and all four being from the St. Louis area which is a dramatic turnaround from a lot of our recruiting discussions from even as early as, you know, as recent as a year or two ago. Mm -hmm. So um, that's encouraging. Um, a lot of those guys, honestly, I'm not, it's, you know, not a big surprise that they ended up at Mizzou, like Jay Macklin and Brady Cook, some of those right. guys. It's not like super shocking that they ended up at Mizzou, but it's still, it's still a great look for the program and just that relationship between uh, Mizzou and St. Louis. Definitely. Um, more football-related news. We have two game time announcements um, for the, not the season opener. We already found out about the season opener at Wyoming. The home opener against West Virginia on September 7th has been announced for an 11 a.m. kickoff on ESPN or ESPN2. Yeah, I was pretty disappointed by this. I know a lot of people probably were as well. I mean, it just it's just a bummer because... The 11 a.m. games aren't super conducive to a rowdy environment. You know, the people aren't usually as intoxicated. And there's sometimes maybe even just less people there in general because... Students might be uh, rolling in a little bit late. Students might be, yeah. And up late the night before. Yeah, and I mean, for us, we live, you know, three hours away. So if we're going to go up to that game and, you know, go up that day, we got to leave at, you know, 6 a.m. or whatever, which isn't a huge deal, but that might be a... Might have uh, to if we do that we might have to snag an Airbnb the night might before be or a barrier like for some people yeah that depending on how far they got to travel so um, it's it's a little inconvenient for sure um, and it may be super hot too I mean that's still pretty much summertime almost at that point so it's yeah, it's middle uh, of the day yeah heat uh, sun bearing down on everybody especially yeah the players obviously it's unfortunate in that way um, I still think that we should be able to you know, sell out considering or or come close considering everything that's at hand. I mean, it's a massive non-conference game. It's Kelly Bryant's debut. It's the, you know, unleashing of the, the new project they've been working on, all the Unleash construction. Unleash that project. Unleash that project. So, uh, hashtag 2019. Um, anyways, so it's, it's a big, it's a big deal. It's a big game. I was trying to, th I was trying to think, what, what is the, the last big non-conference home game we've had because I, I kind of went back through the years and we played BYU and I think we were technically the home team, but it wasn't at home at Arrowhead. Yeah. At Arrowhead. Yes. Um, we, I honestly, like I may have missed something, but I'm pretty sure the last like big game we had at home was in 2012 against Arizona state or maybe that was 2011. I can't remember. Yeah. So it's been a long time since we've had, you know, a big power five team come through and, I mean, Purdue rolled in and just uh, destroyed Missouri that's, two years ago. That's true. That wasn't very. I'm that wasn't like really, a marquee. I'm not going to count that. <laughs> but, um, but I will say that we are on ESPN. I think so. I mean, that's good national coverage. And that uh, may have been. We were texting before. I figure. It, I mean, the only reason the the kickoff times is 100% tied to TV. Sure. So that may have been the only way that they were going to secure a ESPN or ESPN two. Yeah. Um, you know, 
yeah availability was at that time yeah i did happen to notice some of the other games that day i think the the game that got the seven o'clock espn slot i didn't really think that it was a more intriguing game than mizzou versus west virginia i honestly can't remember what it was but maybe i'm i'm biased so i don't know maybe i think it was a it was like a georgia versus a little team or so. it was like a big team versus a kind of a nobody so who knows um they also announced a week later uh the kickoff for the home game against southeast missouri state is at 6 30 p.m so um there's your rowdy night game atmosphere oh yeah it's gonna be on, lit uh, sec network alternate so I'm pretty sure that's streaming only, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then the last bit of news, this uh, I'm not sure exactly when this came out, but uh, the Arkansas game this year is going to be played in, in Little Rock on Black Friday, of course, as has been tradition, um, which I think is really cool. I like uh, usually um, because I have so many, my wife and I have so many different uh, Thanksgiving celebrations to go to. Um, because we have a lot of family that lives in the area. We're usually celebrating Thanksgiving with one group of family on Black Friday. So I usually just spend my time in the living room watching the Mizzou game. Yeah, I think it's a cool tradition, and there's just not very many games being played that day, so kind of get the primetime CBS slot. It's kind of a kind of a cool thing. Was there any reason why we were playing that game in Little Rock? I've no, I'm pretty sure there had to be they, a reason, but I don't remember uh, Arkansas just plays some of their home games there, so oh, okay. they just kind of, it's like, here, Arkansas, it's your home game, Yeah, do what you want with it. A little bit farther drive for Mizzou fans, probably, yeah. but not a not a lot farther. Yeah. Um, that's all I have for news, so uh, I'll leave it up to you, Kyle. Do you want to, you had an interesting uh, question that was posed to you on the internet that you wanted to kick around. We got that Ball is Life video, and the, can the internet guess our team? What do you want to do first? Uh, we'll just uh, we'll we'll do the uh, the discussion that I wanted to have about okay. about our three teams. It is very intriguing. So, uh, and some of you probably subscribe to PowerMizzou.com, so that was a discussion that I actually saw um, on there, and I thought it was it was pretty interesting. And I'm sure there's just an incredibly wide variety of answers that everybody could have. But the the discussion is if you could block three teams in any sport from a championship. Who would you select? And I'm pretty sure you and I pretty firmly agree that we would love it if Kansas basketball never won another championship. Yeah, I definitely agree. Although I only have two things written down so far, and they're both cheating. So I am trying to bend the rules to this already. Not only do I want to block Kansas from a championship, I really just want to block them from getting to an Elite Eight ever again. <laughs> <laughs> because there's just something so satisfying about Kansas getting to the Sweet 16 and then losing as a high seed. Um, and I just want... Happens I would take, a lot. Yeah, I would take them getting to the Sweet 16 every year if they just lost every time. That would be ideal situation there. So, True. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll block Kansas from getting a championship, but if I can cheat a little bit i would also like to block them from ever getting elite eight and if i have to use two of my spots for that then that's fine okay that's something worth can, it something i can get behind uh the other one that i have is also another cheat i want to retroactively before the cubs won their uh first world series i want to block them from ever winning a world series and that may seem very cruel 
but that was one of my favorite things in all of sports was the fact that they had never won a world series mm-hmm. and it, we were talking you know 100 plus years you and i are both uh, are both cardinals fans so i think we also agree on that it was it was painful to see the cubs <laughs> uh have a very successful couple of years there it's such a like, such a ridiculous thing to say like ah oh, man that really bothered me it was after over it was. 100 years the cubs were actually like did it they actually won a world series because they have like a randomly like ravenous like fan base for Makes a no team for a team that's so bad yeah. i don't understand it um and so and they, they just, were like, quite potent fights with cardinals fans all the time and yeah i don't know cardinals fans are usually happy to you know stoop down to that level and yeah fight back with them obviously yeah well do you want to cheat anymore give us your third uh, thing here do you or? have a third one go ahead i gotta think well i actually have a i actually decided not to put the cubs because i figured you would probably put that yeah. but i will agree with you that that would be nice yeah um i honestly didn't really know who to go with because there's you know there's teams out there like alabama football and there's the new england patriots and who are you know really common answers but i think i decided against those especially the patriots i don't know they just they've already won so many i don't really want to keep blocking them for more yeah. that and seems like the, the dynasty's like, got to end at yeah. some point so i am a pretty big chiefs fan so i decided to block the denver broncos from winning another championship even though drew lock is there um so maybe that's a controversial answer i don't know wow uh it's a good thing producer cameron's not here oh man he would just oh man he'd come unglued oh man he'd be um ugly. this is going to maybe sound like a dumb answer, but I want to block whatever team Will Wade is coaching uh, from winning a game at all. That's a good answer. For the rest of time. Uh, so I like I'm cheating that. again because it's not one team. And also, forget championship. I don't want him to win another game. Oh, man, you're not very good at this game, but I, <laughs> but I really like your answers. And I, my third one, again, is just kind of dumb. I don't really, I don't really know, but I... <laughs> Apologies if for whatever reason you have any ties to this to this institution, but God, I hate Tennessee, <laughs> and I don't want to see them win anything ever again. And like they're not even good right now, and I still hate them. So um, Tennessee football specifically. Tennessee football specifically. Tennessee basketball is whatever. I don't really. What care. about the Lady Vols? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I don't care for them much either. But uh, mainly Tennessee football. It's. I don't know why it gets to me so much that they are like supposed to be good every single year, and they're like the preseason Super Bowl team every year. Super like not even the cha- not even the football NCAA champion, but they are like expected to win the Super they're Bowl. The every odds year. on favorites to win the the Super Bowl. Yes, okay. and uh, so I'm just kind of done with them to yeah. be honest. Okay, um, I did want to maybe go on a little mini rant about will wade here okay yeah i'd love to hear that and here i want to hear your thoughts as well but just it's partly the ncaa i don't know if the, the ncaa just doesn't know what to do in this situation but the fact that will wade I, i'm sure if you if you're listening to this and you don't know why i'm uh, extra fired up about will wade is because he had a press conference recently where he was asked some really good questions and he just dodged and avoided them all in the most like cringy way where it was like painful to watch. And the journalist was like very diligent. Too. Yes. And, like, they, were, they were following up and just being like, well, the, it was like uh, it was in re- reference to his strong ass offer quote that was, you know, reported on. Yeah. And the reporter was like, did you can you confirm that is the report correct? Did you say that? And he's like, 
uh, I can't comment on any of that. He's like, like did you did say you it? Did you say it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he just didn't answer him. He kind of just like looked away and just yeah. ignored him. And it's just like, I don't know. He just looks so slimy when he's up there, just not giving real answers. And yeah, it just, he looks so guilty. And you know, there's so much of that stuff going on in college basketball, but at least like most of the coaches know how to just conduct a press <laughs> press conference. They know how to, you know, give answers that might make you question it a little bit at least. But this guy is just like, yep, 100%. This guy's guilty. Yeah. It just is so obvious. And I just can't believe I, if I was a, an LSU basketball fan, I mean, I guess I could just, I'm trying to get into the mindset of how there's not like an uproar in the fan base of like, how's this guy still our coach? Yeah. And I'm, I think I could probably justify it that, you know, everybody, the whole, everybody's doing it. And, you know, our guy just got caught on a wiretap. Yeah. I think it's uh, what I keep getting hung up on. And uh, maybe, maybe this sounds like a minor detail, <clears throat> but it would be one thing if he had just remained the coach the whole time and they just didn't do anything yeah. would be one thing. But the fact that they basically put him on administrative leave and then reinstated him after nothing changed is what I don't understand. Like what did he, he must, he had to have done something to prove his innocence or something like that to be reinstated. Well, I and that think. is one of the kind of non answers he gave in the press conference was that he has given, he has given the information to LSU and has worked with them to the point where they thought they could reinstate him and how that is supposed to give anybody any reassurance. I have no idea, but I don't know. Yeah, I guess, but I, I can't imagine how he could have explained this away to LSU officials, you know. But that's probably all the time we should spend talking about Will Wade. It's if you just, haven't seen it, go look up the video. It's it's pretty fascinating. Yeah, and just it is it's just frustrating to know that he's going to be. Obviously, I'm putting like full like 100% faith in Conzo Martin that if something ever came out about him, I would be just like the most distraught i would be like crushed yeah um but if you have a program that is in quotes doing it right and then you this guy's just going to keep coaching mm -hmm. it just blows yeah, my mind. it's possible that we're just totally naive but I, it really does feel like some programs are are run differently than others and it seems like mizzou's running a, a, a clean program for at least yeah. for the most part if they weren't then we're, if if they're not, then Conzo is even scummier than Will Wade because the stuff he says, you're like, <laughs> oh, I know, exactly. I mean, he's, he's deadly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. he has the the best poker face of any coach. If 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 it turns out he is up to something, so yeah. I really highly doubt it. But I guess you you do never know. Mm. Also, I will add one more quick note that LSU, I'm pretty sure, landed some big recruit like in the last couple weeks. Yes. So it's like, what are you thinking, yeah. like? You gotta. You have to think that it's very possible. None of these people are going to be here by the time I get to the school. Right. But who knows? I mean, I guess as a recruit or the recruit's family, you'd want to have some kind of reassurance from the administration that you know everything's cool. But what are the chances that there's still deals happening? I mean, you might as 100%, well. One hundred percent, I would say. I mean, you might as well because nothing's happened and you've already basically been caught. So. Oh, you mean specifically at LSU? Yes. Ah, uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess they caught you doing it and nothing, nothing really happened. happened. You had to get I mean, asked some stern questions. That's about it. Yeah. I still could see the NCAA stepping in and doing something, yeah. you know, because we yeah. don't know 
how that's going to end on their part. Yeah. But they're so scared to do anything right now yeah. that might be kind of out of their hands at this point. Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah, true. Considering it's a FBI investigation. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we said we were going to have some fun. That was fun until we got frustrated. <laughs> I apologize for that. Um, now, let us see if the internet can guess our favorite college football team. So um, I have a feeling that they are going to be able to. If we lived in a area like California where there's like multiple Division One programs around, it might be difficult, more difficult. But we live in Missouri where there's one ma- major team. And yeah. I, if it starts asking geographical questions, we're screwed. <laughs> like if we're trying to evade it, you know. The only but. thing is this. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to answer it as honestly as possible. On, of course. But this sort of uh, clickbait article quiz that is literally only published. I mean, I'm sure Gavin Thagard, the author of this, put in a lot of work. But literally the only purpose of this quiz is to sell ads on this page and get you to click through it. And we're going to do it. And we're absolutely going to do it. So, <laughs> but my thought is they, I don't know if they'll even take into account more than yeah. 10 teams, you know, so that's true. Missouri may not even be on their radar, but let us begin with question number one, which offense, there's 30 questions. <laughs> they're not very hard. Okay. <laughs> which offensive position do you value more for, and the options are quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and offensive line. For me, it's between quarterback and offensive line. I said quarterback. For college, I would definitely say quarterback. Although we've seen decent quarterbacks um, uh, for Missouri struggle because of bad offensive lines before. Yeah, that is true. Or just injured ones. Uh, question number two, which is your favorite mammal? Bat, deer, whale, or bear? What? <laughs> oh, man. I'm just going to say bear. Me too. Because they're kind of cute, you know? Oh, yeah. I like uh, when they snag the fish out of the water. Oh, yeah. That's nice. What is your pregame message? Do your job, go make plays, dominate, or have fun? (laughs) I feel like I've heard Barry Odom say something along the lines of do your job, so I'm going to go with that. Okay. I'm going to say have fun because that's what I would tell the kids that I coached uh, in, like, uh, fourth grade basketball. There you go. Uh, what type of quarterback do you prefer? Athletic, game manager, playmaker, or strong-armed? I'm afraid if I hit strong-armed, they're going to immediately know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm going to say playmaker just because I don't care yeah. how they do it. I if think they're making plays, then... I think that's a good answer. I want to go with that as well. That sounds more like a well-rounded Yeah. What is player. your favorite position on defense? Safety, cornerbacks, middle linebacker, or outside linebacker? <laughs> You know uh, what? I'm actually going to say outside linebacker because I think those dudes are freaking studs mm-hmm. because they're big, but they're also fast. You know, they got yes. to gotta get to the outside and stop so, the run. Uh, my actual favorite position is like defensive end. Like I'd probably edge say rusher, edge rusher as well. But I, outside linebacker is the closest thing to that on this list, so I'm going to go with that. Yeah, you got to stop the run. You got to stop the pass. You got to do everything. Those are the two. <laughs> uh, which lineman would you give a scholarship to first? A tackle, a center? So I think offensive tackle, yeah, because defensive tackle and defensive end are also on here. Yeah, I'm going to go with defensive end probably, even though offensive tackle is a very important position. Yeah, Um, I'm going to go with defensive end as well. Uh, What do you say after a loss? We'll watch film. We have to be focused. I wasn't prepared, or we have to practice harder. I'd say we'll watch film. 
what are you going to practice? If you you got to figure out what to practice. Yeah, that's a good point. Before you practice it. I'm going to say we have to be focused. Okay. Focus is good. What's your favorite passing route? Vertical, screen, slant, or post? Hmm. What would I do if I was playing against you in Madden right now? Uh, you'd probably run like four verticals and pass it to the tight end when he like makes that little cut over the middle. I'm actually going to say there's something beautiful about a little screen pass, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say slant because I'm always yelling at the Mizzou offense to run a slant. Oh, okay. What do you value most in a receiver? Size, route running, speed, or blocking? Hmm. I'm not going to say blocking. No. <laughs> I'm going to say... I'm going to the best blocking receivers in the country. I think I'm just going to say... Oh, man. I want to say speed because of you know Tyree Kill if some of those catching guys was an option I would say catching but that's not one so I'm going to say speed assuming they can catch then speed plus catching is pretty good I'm going to say route running okay <laughs> how I thought it said how do you look at a football how do you look <laughs> at football as a business a competition a game or entertainment uh, I'm going to say a competition me too that's a dumb question. That is a dumb question. Uh, which offensive position? Well, on your team? How could they possibly be like taking that into effect? Like, I, I okay, they they have to be Wisconsin fans <laughs> since they said a game. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Which which offensive position on your team is more likely to be drafted first by the NFL? Uh, quarterback, running back, receiver, or offensive line? Are we considering Drew Lock uh, on Mizzou? Which, yeah, um, I'm thinking like historically oh, okay that the quarterback position has been the most successful as far as like yeah, draft i'd have to uh, say quarterback out of those options position. for sure uh what are you more more likely to do with your teammates hunt <laughs> the, the grammar here hunting skiing fishing or swimming mm, i have no idea i'm gonna say fishing <laughs> I, I said fishing too although in real life it would probably be like play video games <laughs> uh which score would you rather have in a win oh this one is interesting would you rather win three to zero 21 to 14 35 to 30 or 56 to 49 um i have literally no reason for saying this i'm gonna say 35 to 30 yeah because it's like kind of you still put up some points but your defense didn't you know give up 49, 49. yeah uh, that's a really good answer but also a seven-point game with both teams scoring like 50-ish. That's exciting. That is really exciting. That's what I'm going to go with. Okay. The defense will bounce back. As long as the offense keeps scoring, everything will be fine. <laughs> Which position would you coach? Quarterbacks, defensive line, offensive line, or defensive backs? Um, I'm going to go defensive line. <laughs> Me too. It seems like... I mean, I'm not going to say I, it's just easy, the, I feel like it's the most I know about. Yeah. yeah. I, I, def, I actually did play a defensive end in uh, Mighty Mites. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I do have some experience That's there. awesome. You know, I actually have a uh, interesting story. I played a uh, defensive end in middle school wow. when we played against Doriel Greenbeckham at, oh. uh, in Reed Middle School, and I tackled him because he was playing wide receiver in that game. I think he actually played a lot of running back in middle school. But he was playing wide receiver at the time. He ran a, a little reverse play. I was the first to hit him, uh, and it took about seven of us to get him down. <laughs> uh, so I've always just said that I tackled him, even though it was definitely a group, well, group effort. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, what do you value during practice? Oh, this is the easy one for me. Competition, hard work, focus, or intensity? Hard work. Okay. I, I value no focus. Idea. I have no idea. Um, going back to coaching uh, elementary school kids at basketball, if you can get them to focus during practice, it is the greatest thing ever. Uh, okay. What's your favorite decade? The 50s, 60s, 70s, or 80s? I have no idea. I honestly struggled to differentiate between some of these. So, like, in my mind, like, what happened? I'll when? say the 70s. I'll go with the 80s. Uh, which New Year's, New Year's Six Bowl game is your favorite? Okay, so this is basically trying to figure out what conference probably. you root for. Yeah. Because uh, Rose Bowl is going to put you in the Pac-12. Sugar Bowl is probably going to put you in the SEC. Cotton Bowl is going to put you in the Big 12. Orange Bowl is going to put you in the ACC, probably. Yeah, I mean, the teams are different every time, so for the most part. Um, I'm going to say the Cotton Bowl because Mizzou's had a good Cotton Bowl game a few years ago. Yeah, so I like that one. Uh, what type of running back do you prefer? Power, speed, agile, <laughs> or balanced? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with power because I think Larry Roundtree is a power back, and I really like him. I'm going to go with speed, like Henry Josie. What historical period would you rather do research on? The colonial frontier, the Civil War, the American Revolution, or the Wild West? Why does this have to do with anything? I actually find the Civil War really intriguing, so I'm going to to pick that. I'm going to go with American Revolution. Which state is your least favorite? (laughs) Oh, I wonder what Kyle's (laughs) going to pick. Which state is your least favorite? Tennessee, North Carolina, Michigan, or Texas? Dang, man. Texas would actually might have been a good answer for uh, for that thing we did earlier. I really can't stand the state of Texas. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to pick Texas over Tennessee. Yeah, over Tennessee. Yeah. Wow. Um, if we're talking about like the football teams from the state, I, I don't dislike any of these states. They all are nice places to visit. <laughs> but as far as the football teams, I think I'm gonna go with Tennessee. Which type of athletic program do you like better? A historically great one, an underdog, a dominant year after year, or consistently competitive? What? I don't know. Which one do I like better? Yeah. Is it asking me, Is you, which one is your team out of these? I don't know. Or which one would you prefer your team to be? I don't know. I'm just. Why would with, you pick underdog? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Some people like being the underdog. I'll say consistently competitive. That's exactly what I said. Shockingly, we're picking a lot of the same answers. Uh, what would you eat before <laughs> a game? Peanuts? What? Strawberries, blackberries, or pawpaws? What are pawpaws? And now is the segment where we have to look up what a pawpaw is. What would you eat before a game? Oh, that's strawberries. Like, it's like from Jungle Book, I think. He says something about pawpaw. It's like a big fruit. Why are they all fruits? I don't know. I guess a peanut um. is not a fruit. <laughs> uh, it's a small tree native to the eastern United States. I've never seen a pawpaw. Okay, I don't think I'm going to be eating any pawpaws before a game. I'm going to pick peanuts. Me too. Uh, fun fact about uh, Cameron is I am slightly allergic to strawberries. Really? Yeah. That's unfortunate. They're tasty. Which type of offense would you run? No huddle spread, change of pace spread, running gun spread... Or power run and play action. What's the difference between no huddle spread and run and gun spread? 
I have no idea. <laughs> I just said that my favorite like style of running back is power, and then I'm no way am I picking power run and play action. No. I went with change of pace spread because I feel like that's you know that's what Missouri is. Yeah, run fast, okay. go fast when you need to. Okay. Slow it down when you need to, but still spread. Which movie would you watch before a game? Three Hundred, The Godfather, Remember the Titans, or Unforgiven? Uh, I'm gonna say The Godfather. It's a good movie. It is very good, but, but it's kind of like with... it's kind of sad though. Yeah. And like some uh, maybe LeBron James watches it like in the playoffs. Really? So he hasn't watched it in a while, but. Um, last year and all those years before he watched the godfather like before every game huh before know. every game something like that wow that's yeah. excessive i went with <laughs> remember the titans it's a good movie oh yeah which animal is your least favorite cows cats chickens bears <laughs> big bears again it's like <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about um yeah it just like stop it just like exits out of the quiz automatically yeah. um I'm going to say chickens, man. They're just kind of freaking weird animals. Yeah, but I actually... Cats Cat, are my least favorite. Cats are... But uh, I feel like it's never going to pick a Missouri tiger for me if I say that cats are my least favorite. True. I don't know. Cows are so delicious. Um, I'm, uh, I got to go with cats. I think I got to I gotta switch to cats as well. Uh, what kind of defense do you prefer? Aggressive, conservative, fast, or intelligent? Uh, I'm going to say aggressive because during the uh, some of those Gary Pinkle years, we were really good at forcing turnovers, and mm-hmm. that made for a really fun couple of years there. So I, I'm going to go with aggressive. For those same reasons, you know, getting sacks, interceptions, got to go aggressive. Which fiction book would you read before a game? <laughs> Just se- read a novel before a game. The Secret Life of Bees, The Broom of the System, To Kill a Mockingbird, or Paradise? I'm going to be completely honest. I've only read one of these, and it's To Kill a Mockingbird, and it was kind of a good book. Agree. So it's probably going to say that we're, like, from the South. Probably. What's your favorite run play? Power, (laughs) sweep, (laughs) QB draw, or zone read? God, I have no idea. This is, I mean, it's never going to pick Missouri for us. These questions are awful. (laughs) Uh, it probably only chooses from like four teams. Well, I'm gonna pick uh, quarterback draw since we're uh, we've got Mr. Kelly Bryant. I'm gonna go zone read for the same reason. What would you call on fourth and one from the 50 yard line? <laughs> okay, punt, dive, play action pass, or quick pass. I'm definitely not picking quick pass. Fourth and one on yeah, <laughs> fourth and one on the 50 yard line. I would do. Uh, I would tell Drew Locke the only person you can throw it to is Jonathan Johnson and just hope that he's open. Uh, I'm going to go with punt. I mean, what, I don't, are we winning? Are we losing? I'm, uh, I'm going to punt I'm from the 50-yard line. I'm going to go with a dive Okay. with Mr. Uh, Larry Roundtree. Where would you take a vacation in the off-season? A beach resort, cabin in the mountains, a lake house, or a casino? <laughs> just just a, a casino. <laughs> <laughs> just you're just at the casino for the entire vacation. Um, I'm gonna say a beach resort. Me too. Let's calculate our results. Calculate it. Sorry for how long that took. Hopefully you're still with us. Oh everyone. my gosh. I'm so nervous. I got my result. Okay, let's let's view. Oh my god. <laughs> my, 
Alabama Crimson Tide. <laughs> Me too. I, this thing probably only picked from like this is four a teams. Stupid quiz. It was probably Alabama, USC, Texas, or I hate Texas. Like Michigan. Those are probably like the only options. I should have picked Casino. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I guess we got to be Alabama fans now. This is now an Alabama podcast. I picked too many power plays. <laughs> I picked zero. That's true. Uh, oh wait, what is it? It says something about me as an Alabama fan. You, I enjoy a dominant football program that sits atop the polls year in year out. Your favorite team asserts its will on the opposition, demoralizing opponents in the process, knowing there is nothing that inferior competition can do to stop the roll of the tide. That's terrible. You march into every game with confidence, and though you don't need to brag, it just feels like you got to do it sometimes. I feel like my answers had nothing to do with any of that. Yeah, me either. That's awful. All right. Well, we're still going to put the link yep. in the description so you can... Uh, we want to know if anybody gets something other than yes. Alabama. <laughs> what did you select to not get Alabama? All right, so last thing we have here is another little fun thing, and I will also link this in the description. Ball is Life Midwest posted a video titled, and we can learn something about titling from them, Pro Basketball Player Destroys Private D1 High School Pickup Game, parentheses, they were pissed. I feel First like that's of all, so misleading. That is incredibly misleading, and then it's got a thumbnail of a kid like scowling at the camera. I know, which I not even I don't even remember when that happened in the video that that kid wasn't he like joking around that yes. he was actually mad. No, nobody was mad. Okay, that's so stupid. And I'm pretty sure it's misleading to say that he's, to call him like a D2 player or whatever. I mean, he played for like the Cavs like summer league team. Like he's almost like an NBA. He's like a professional caliber player. Yeah, he plays in the G League I think right now, and then another guy played overseas. But that's not even close to why we care about this video. Because um, off the top of my head, Jeremiah Tillman played in this pickup. Uh, Torrance Watson, Caleb Love, Cam Fletcher, Isaiah Mosley, uh, Terrence Hargrove, Mario McKinney. Isaiah Mosley. Did you already say that? Um, There was one more that I was thinking. EJ Liddell. Yeah, EJ Liddell. makes an appearance yeah he didn't uh, basically do does nothing um we didn't want him anyway no <laughs> he obviously would not have fit uh the culture of the program um one thing that jumped out at me was jeremiah tillman drains a three-pointer at the beginning that's like of the, the only thing he did yeah but keep in mind they're playing in a high school gym yeah. so every three-pointer that's taken especially with the ncaa probably moving the three-point line back i don't think there's maybe two three-pointers in this whole video yeah that were actually would actually be threes in college next year yeah playing on eight foot rims as well that i don't know about we cannot confirm that but we'll (laughs) we'll try to reach out to a representative um it was really cool to see tillman set a screen on he was setting a screen for mario mckinney on torrence watson and then mckinney was able to get to the rim wow um there was some Mario McKinney definitely can do that. We, yeah. We've we've known he can get to the rim. He did that in that video for sure. There was about a half-court alley-oop from uh, Yuri Collins to Mario McKinney that he threw down. That was really impressive. There were several alley-oops to um, Terrence Hargrove. He's incredibly athletic. He's a, he's a guy I'm, I'm going to be interested to watch and see how he does. Cause I, I and th- Collins. I, that duo going to SLU. Yeah. SLU, really they're going to have some talented players for sure. Um but I know we were kind of in on Terrence Targrove early on in his recruitment, and 
I think there's kind of some differing opinions on what really happened. I don't know if maybe we let off the gas or if he just decided he wanted to go to Slu because I think maybe that's just where all his family is and there was a, a family connection that he wanted to stay stay home. I don't know, but he's gonna it, he's gonna be interesting to watch. Yeah, I was actually I was really impressed with Yuri Collins shooting. I mean, obviously they're not going to show misses, but he made like five or six threes on this video, and he just looked really good with the ball. And I, um, I think he's the second rated number two rated player in Missouri for the 2019 class. So mm-hmm. just backing up your point that SLU has a really interesting class coming in that they could really make some noise. Uh, they already did this past year, but they could stay on that trajectory. Um, I also want to mention that this uh, pro player, I sound like an old man, but he traveled a lot, <laughs> switched his pivot foot constantly. So, and now we, and we got these college players or like high school and college players who are trying to, you know, like they'd get called for that in any game that they play in. So I just thought that was kind of interesting, but it was just really cool to see these guys just kind of playing around, but it's yeah, such a high like level of see basketball. See them on the same court almost. Yeah. It was just cool. Um, Another guy that popped in there for a little bit was Jordan Nesbitt, uh, Lutheran North. Um, Young guy. Yeah, 2020 player. I think he uh, reclassified down at one point. So he, he could be he could have been a 2020 guy, but now he's 2021. Yeah. Um, a highlight of the whole video for me was seeing Torrance Watson SWAT are just completely – it wasn't even a SWAT. It was a block, like just completely – shut down cam fletcher yeah um who i mean you would never expect that to happen you don't think of watson as like a incredible athlete and that's exactly what you do think of um cam fletcher yeah it, it was interesting just to watch cam and and uh caleb love play against like current collegiate athletes like obviously they're all talented players and you know caleb love and cam fletcher are rated higher than you know maybe tillman or or watson were at, at that same time of life but you know that one or two years of, of college experience is huge as well as just being a few years older and uh those guys are going to be really good Caleb Love and Cam Fletcher they're going to be really really good but they definitely looked like kind of inferior at least at this time of life to the current Mizzou players which is what you would expect to see yeah um Caleb Love impressed me with a kind of mid-range shot over the outstretched arm of Tillman and that's just you know, a high school player isn't used to dealing with a six ten guy with a really long arms trying to block his shot, yeah. and it looked really smooth. Um, Good point. Yeah, on that, on that, I did want to note that on that block of Fletcher by Watson, it actually caused EJ Liddell to go momentarily blind. Uh, you'll see that in the video. He's <laughs> squinting a few seconds afterwards. So, hope he's okay. But it, it was that. That's the impact that that block had. <laughs> Um, and I did want to say Isaiah Mosley looked big. I thought he looked like I, I didn't recognize him at first until he turned around. And I saw his face, but he was, you know, pushing people around with his size in a way that I wouldn't have expected before watching this. I feel like I thought that when we saw him at the state championships here in Springfield a few months back was I was I had never seen him play before. And I was surprised at how just big and like tall he was and how athletic he was for still being uh, having, having good size. And there was nobody on the court physically that could match up against Tillman. So I feel like they could have just gone to him 
every time and he yeah. could have scored probably because a couple times he just backs somebody down with ease and turns around and right. dunks it so. right that like the style of gameplay is just a bunch of guard shooting for the most part but if, if it was those players in like a collegiate setting or whatever tillman would probably have like 30 points yeah so they kind of rotated through like three different teams uh in total were there some guys seem like showed up a little bit later um torrence watson knocked down a bunch of shots uh, he guarded Mario McKinney for a while. They were guarding each other at the beginning of the video. It's pretty cool. Um, one thing that I am very puzzled about is the our friend from the thumbnail with the scowl on his face. Uh, let me see if I can get a good shot of him here because I have no idea who this person is. I don't either. And I looked in the Illinois um, recruiting rankings as well as Missouri, and he did not show up in either one i'm going to show you real quick to see if it rings any bells here this guy yeah i have no idea who that is he looks vaguely familiar but i don't recognize him as being one of the top players or anything we may be completely wrong about that but <laughs> unfortunately i don't recognize him but that's just a, a really cool video and i would encourage any mizzou fans to go check that out because i don't know Maybe you won't maybe you won't like it like we did, but I just thought it was really entertaining. And it's just very obviously Mario McKinney is super comfortable with the sort of mixtape crews around there. And so I wouldn't be surprised if he orchestrated this whole thing, but um <laughs> that just the way technology and you know exposure works nowadays, um, with Twitter and Instagram highlights and YouTube channels that all they do is feature high school players and younger. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's really cool. You yeah. can get to know these players long before they ever step foot on campus. And it just makes it that much more interesting to follow their careers. And then if they go on to the NBA, it's like you could follow these guys for literally 20 years of their basketball career. Yeah. And Missouri is such a cool, like perfect place for that because there's not so many people that you can't keep track of everybody, but there's, you know, still a lot of talent and, in certain areas of the state so there's there's several names to to keep an eye on usually so it's it's definitely fun to uh to kind of see how guys develop over the years absolutely um well i think i think i i had fun that was a fun that was uh, fun hopefully episode. hopefully the viewers are okay or the viewers the <laughs> uh, spoiler alert we're live on espn um hopefully the listeners uh were okay with that change of pace because uh, obviously we we knew at some point this time of year we were gonna have to just switch things up maybe tell some mizzou stories or um you know favorite moments or go through some clickbait articles and youtube videos yep so there's uh, probably a little bit more of that to come but we will also always keep you updated on the news and everything and give our opinions on it but other than that that's all i have yeah go take the quizzes go watch the videos let us know what you think uh let us know what team you're supposed to be rooting for um you can find this uh, episode on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. We're on Twitter, at Mizzou Sports Pod, and you can email us at MissouriSportsPod at gmail.com. And uh, like we said earlier, we're now officially a Alabama Crimson Tide podcast, so uh, roll tide. And you can find me on Twitter, at C underscore Albert 08. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to uh, tell your friends if they're interested in Mizzou sports and uh, give us a rating and a review if you can and we will see you in another two weeks